0: 15 let us catch the witches let's begin with verse 22 so Samuel said as the lord has great delight in burnt offering and sacrifice as obeying the voice of the lord but to disobey but to obey is better than sacrifice or he than the father of rams for rebellion is as the sin of what now, the Bible doesn't say witchcraft." What does it say? Witchcraft. See, because spiritually, a witch manipulates spiritual laws. For instance, they know the power of words. So they speak negatively when they invoke devils, to curse people. You see that? So, there are other people who are witches. And don't know that they are practicing witchcraft. Those of you who keep hatred. Hatred. It's go better for you. i take you. It's witchcraft. You don't have to move at 2am to be a witch. If you are manipulating spiritual laws, you, you're manipulating people. You see? It's witchcraft. Hallelujah. There are other scriptures. We don't have time. To show you that if you are manipulating trying to control people and not because your own agenda, as far as God is concerned, you are a witch. As your neighbor you be witch <laughs> hallelujah because when I touched manipulation everybody was quiet huh because many of you For instance, let me say something. There are some people who don't know that when you take drugs like um, Indo, cocaine, and all those kind of stuff, according to the Bible, you are a sorcerer. You know what a sorcerer is? See, we interpret things based on our understanding. But the scriptures, it's different. So when you do, and you get high, you are a sorcerer. So now you know who a is. And there are some who are what? Witches. So what you need to do is deal with the spirit in your mother. You bind the spirit walking in your mother's life. See? And command it to, this is where you pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the devil that walk in my mother's life in the name of Jesus. I command it to desist in his maneuvers against me. I command it to stop his oppressions against me in the name of Jesus. You can go ahead and speak in tongues and pray and until you have a of victory, your mother will just change. There's a spirit using your mother to intimidate you. Hallelujah. So I've, I've answered that question. Let's celebrate the lady from South Sudan. As young Christians, we were taught that having boyfriends or girlfriends was a sin. I met a woman and we became friends, and maybe because of her good character and her features, but I fell in love with her. Next. I prayed to God and he told me that she's my wife. Although I'm not ready for marriage, what do I say to her? What kind of relationship should I have with her? Thank you, sir. You should be friends. Now, let me tell you something. In those days, a boyfriend and a girlfriend were people who were sleeping with themselves. Language changes. For instance, When you're in school and you have a female friend that you're playing together in in, in primary school, that female friend is what? A girlfriend. The boy you're playing with is what? Are you getting what I'm saying? But language has changed. In that day in Africa, if you say, that's my boyfriend, it means that two of you are very close in bed. Am I right? Okay, so you can have decency in friendship. You can have decency. And one of the things that you should cultivate in true friendship is adding value to one another. Just a minute. Adding value to one another. A true friend... Adds value to others. So focus on how do I make her better? You don't bring each other down. The Bible says, a friend loveth. See, so practice true agape love. See. Pra- practice true agape love. Unconditional love. This is where you practice true love. In Proverbs 17 verse 17. It says a friend loves how? At all times. That's why I tell people when they are preparing for marriage. I say um, I want you to cultivate friendship. Your friends annoy you but they are still your friends. You tell your friends, a baby, let me warn you, the thing we do we pay me, he pay me. but you are still friends. See, when you cultivate friendship first, as a basis, genuine, sincere friendship, if I get married, what happens is that you're going to have a great marriage. So, cultivate sincere friendship. See, whenever you are together, make sure it's so many people can see you. People are close. Though some people can, uh, can successfully do nonsense even when people are close. So make sure that you, you, you make yourself visible. Leave all the nonsense this generation are doing, kissing and all that. They end up not getting married. So at the end of the day, when they're married, they've been so desensitized that now their spouse cannot satisfy them. That's why there's so much adultery in this younger generation. They've been desensitized. You've kissed too many people before you got married. If you count people, you've kissed maybe like 85. <laughs> you've slept with so many people, like 20. See? You can see how terrible that is. So now you're kissing. You know, sweet rich, the other guy who he first kissed me, say. He knows how be kiss. Which guy can kiss me this? Now, Grandpapa, they kiss so now the spouse doesn't satisfy them. What kind of nonsense is this? What kind of money that I marry? Eh? Remember that my boyfriend Friday, Friday now five times before I go tire, this one small thing don't tire, don't tire, don't tire. I beg, I no one will do. I beg, I beg, I beg. See, because Friday who you experienced was not supposed to be your husband. And you experienced Friday so much. Now the innocent man coming with his Christian mind is in trouble. Say <laughs> so You go shake body. You go shake body. Say, so sweetie, what is it? Say, no, sweetheart, here. Yeah. Just start. Don't finish. Just start. Don't finish. Go shake body. Drink what you want drink. Drink anything. Say, but, but I'm a Christian. I, I don't drink anything. See, if it's native, do it because, see, that part is important to me. Why are you like that? Friday. And Friday is the day of the week. Don't wonder, okay, now I know why Friday. Anybody got Friday, please? I'm not talking to you. Hallelujah. All right, Proverbs 18, verse 24. A man who has friends must himself be friendly. Then he says, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. See, Proverbs 19 verse 22. What is desired in a man is his kindness. And a poor man is better than a liar. So, it's important that as an individual, you begin to practice unconditional love. Kindness, courtesy one another, and grow it from there. Amen? I've answered that question. Celebrate Jesus, please. Good answer. I want to get married to a, a lady, but whenever I offend her, she slaps and hits me. Should I marry such a lady? Run. <laughs> because you'll be getting ready for more slap. No, no. Uh, uh. There's a man that came to see me. Is why beat him up mercilessly? A woman that is slapping you like this. You're not married yet. <laughs> In Yenegua, you can remember a lady that was always violent with a particular young man married him and eventually stabbed him to death. This is a violent lady. R-U-N. R-U-N. Capital letter, underline, exclamation mark. What do we say? Ron. Celebrate Jesus, please. <laughs> don't fall for that deception. I will change her. Only God can change people. I'm telling you. Because some of you ladies used to feel deceived. I will change him. He loves me. I know I can handle him. When it all slap on your mouth, you know, can, oh your yeah, swell up. Can you imagine? Can you look at my lip? It just he blew, blew me. It, my husband blew me. When he was slapping you, you didn't listen to matters of the heart. Hallelujah. Next question. Next question, please. Good evening, sir. I've been married with two children for, for 10 years now, with no happiness, joy or peace. I don't enjoy my marriage. Next. My husband does not leave or stay with us. he doesn't even care or provide for us, and for two years now, I've not seen him or heard from him. Next. It doesn't take responsibility like a husband or father should do. So, what am I expected to do in this situation? Thank you, sir. Now, this is a very serious matter. What I would advise you, according to the Bible, is in 1 Corinthians 7. And um, it might not be what you want, but it's the Bible that I have to tell you. All right. Now, let's look at verse... Now to the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. A wife is not to depart from her husband. Who said it? The Lord. See? Verse 11. But even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried. And be reconciled to her husband... And your husband is not to divorce his wife. And so you may not like it. But that's the Bible. If he's committing adultery, then let me give you a scripture. Then you, you get your own revelation from the word of God. Not say I, I told you, but the word of God. Matthew 19. Verse 7. They said to him, why did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? He said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of their heart, permitted you to divorce your wife, but from the beginning it was not so. And I said to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, the only ground for divorce is sexual immorality in the Bible. Any other one, he says, separate and remain unmarried. He says, and marriage of another, commits adultery, but whoever marries her, who is divorced, commits adultery see so you, you need to understand if he's committing adultery you're aware of it then you're free according to the bible I didn't say it Jesus said except for sexual immorality see so if you know he's not caring for you he's not, let your maker be your husband see let your maker be your husband and let him tell you what to do you can pray and go to correct his head because you have authority over that man's body. So you can pray and say, in the name of Jesus, every devil and walk in my husband's life. I break your power over his life. In the name of Jesus, I command you right now. Leave him. Stop manipulating him. In the name of Jesus, you can pray that. If he's not committing adultery. If it's a spiritual manipulation. You can pray Philippians 1 nine. You can pray First Thessalonians 3 verse 12 for the man. That God will give your husband a love for you. Philippians. A love for you. That God should give him a love for you. A passionate love for you. You pray that. He, you have authority in that body. In the name of Jesus. I declare my faith. Joe, in the name of Jesus. Right now, I pray that the Father gives you a love for me. In the name of Jesus. then you pray in other tongues. And pray and, and pray for him. And you confess that my husband loves me. He's looking for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me share with you a story. Some of you might not know. How I many of you are old enough to know love boats? Love Boats. Put your hand up, Love Boats. Okay, most of you are in love sheep or love canoe because we we saw Love Boats. Okay, just three people, so you can see how young most of you are. Alright, in Love Boat, there's a man called a captain. He divorced his wife or left his wife for several years, I think divorced or something, for several years. I think about a decade or two decades. And every evening, when the woman wants to eat, she will serve her husband's food. And our own food and eat. Until the day he came home and said, let me rush and warm your food. Warmed it and their marriage came back together. See, if you believe your husband is coming back, if you believe that your marriage can be better, then you're going to act like it. That's faith. See, that's faith. So you, you stand talking like it. I declare by faith. My husband loves me in the name of Jesus. He loves the children in the name of Jesus. I have authority over his body. And I declare by faith that Satan starts manipulating him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're speaking the word. A man raised his wife that was in a coma with that word, that he had authority over her body, and raised that woman by faith. No vital signs, just almost gone. Being kept alive with machines. So with prayer, you can save that marriage. Don't think of walking out like that. Don't just think of walking out. I know a lady that her husband wasn't taking care of her. And then she came to me, she was telling me, oh, I said, see, God can bring your husband back. And finally, the lady went to start sleeping with the lawyer that was working on the divorce. The lawyer was actually legally investigating... Why the man was not doing his job, so he was it lawyers, you know what I'm saying? So, while he was helping write the divorce papers, he was also investing in the papers. Are we together? You want my joke later? <laughs> so, finally, lawyers, you're, you're blessed. You know, I, 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 I wanted to marry lawyers, but God gave me an economist, alright? So, you can say I like lawyers. But that particular lawyer was carrying out a different case entirely. Then she had an accident and a leg got broken, and they sent for me. I didn't know. As I said, "God, there," I said, "There's adultery here." She said, "Yes." I said, "Who?" She said, "My husband was in carrying. I had to do this with a lawyer." I said, "There's no, there's no legal ground for adultery. Repent." repented. I prayed for her. The bones came back together. The woman is walking with her two legs right now. Bone that they have seen by scan. This God we are talking about is the creator. He can fix you. And if you are here with any infirmity, the creator Elohim fixes you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And her husband came back to her. So, lady, the Lord will bring your husband back to you. Amen? All right, next question. I've answered that question. Celebrate Jesus, please. Good evening, sir. I have a challenging marriage, and in the course of it, I started seeing another man who has shown love and financial care. I don't want a listening relationship, but I'm afraid I might fall back to it again because it's like a support to me. Please help me. Thank you, sir. Now, the, the issue is this. If she would do what I just said, You see, let me tell you something. What Satan fears the most apart from the church of Jesus Christ is marriage. Satan fears marriage because he knows number one if a child is born in wedlock and the marriage is healthy. They will never be imprisoned. They will never go to prison. They will, see, one reason why people do poorly in school is the fact that fact that number one, the marriage was unhealthy. Satan, so if a marriage is healthy, he doesn't like it. He will convince you. Your husband doesn't care. He convinces you. Your wife is a witch. He convinces you. He must make sure this doesn't work. It started from the garden of Eden, the first marriage. Because if you have a couple in unity, there's nothing they cannot have, there's nothing they cannot achieve, there's nothing they cannot change. He knows that. At least you can stay and not be married and have your children. Abi, you can just have children and not be married. You have children that have lusts. They will have lost Because technically they are not godly seeds. They are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are children, yes. But they are not godly seeds. How do I mean? Because they are born out of wedlock. They are going to have a passion for sex. They were born out of lusts. He will do everything for you to have sex before marriage so that so you can be pregnant. I'm, I'm born on a... Born now. Because he knows if that child is born out of wedlock, that child is likely to reproduce the sin of his fathers. If you observe, the, 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 his own nation has a great destiny. That's why God sent me here. But if you notice know one thing Satan tries to do, so make sure that your father pays the bride price after the children have been born. He will make sure your first son is born out of wedlock. Or your first daughter is born out of wedlock. I'll come to this question. Let me explain. There are two cases. That really struck me. And amazingly, both cases are from Biosa State. The first one, I met them in Delta State. The father had a son at 17 years old. The son had a daughter 17 years old. The daughter had a daughter 17 years old. The first son. You see, I'm talking to you now so that you realize what the enemy is doing to your generation. Wherever you're watching in the world. And I told them that they have to break the curse from this child. The child is married now and didn't make that same mistake. There's a young man in our church. His father had him when he was 17 years old. Amazingly, just around his birthday period, one particular year, was it 17 years old? I can't remember. But his father had him, and he now has a daughter. around the same period. Look at Malachi 2 verse 14. Yet you say for all reason because the Lord has a witness within you and the wife of a youth with whom you have dealt treacherously. Yet she's is a companion and your wife by covenant. Next. But he did not make them one and having an a remnant of spirit, a remnant of the spirit, and why one? A seeks what a godly offspring. God wants children born in wedlock. And the devil knows it. If I can get you to have that child out of wedlock, I can perpetuate the sin of that generation. That's why if you notice, when a man and a woman are not married, maybe before the altar, they come and do what you call it, the blessing of marriage. That's why you see people speaking against people coming to church to wed. They start speaking against you. don't just go to court. If you observe Paul's words, Paul says, "Rather would you not come to the church? When he's talking about judging cases even. Let us a marriage where God says, I seek a godly offspring. And God is the witness in that marriage. So those of you playing Russian roulette, to me, swear to, you. to me, swear to you. Swear to me, swear to you. Touch me, you kiss me. me swear me, sweet to you. When the Wahala comes, oh Lord, why did you allow this to happen? Which kind of nonsense is that? Is that the first time you didn't listen at Matters of the Heart? All right, let's answer our question. What this woman needs needs to know is this the first thing you need to know is that God is your source. There are many women who unconsciously the way their parents brought them up is that the man is their source. Your husband is not your source. God is your source. Say, God is my source. Now, when you have that idea of marriage, that your husband should be your provider, you're going to be in trouble when you get married. Because... If your husband is someone that is temperamental and doesn't give you money when he doesn't have money, you are going to suffer. If your husband dies before, at a young age, you're going to suffer. So each woman must know God as their source. And when you start learning it, it's when you are a single lady like this. All the single ladies. This is when you learn it. It's not to go and dance those dances in the nightclubs. All the single ladies. Oh, oh, all, all the single ladies, a married man is carrying you. If you invest in another woman's marriage, your own is coming. Stay away from married men. Now married man know how to take care of woman and pass. No worry. When you marry your own, it's not a curse. It's whatsoever a man it. You were telling me of that lady that was sleeping around with uh, married men. And our marriage, they were all like him. All these single ladies, I'm going to hear that talk, sir. Say God is my source. That's the first thing. This woman needs to be put God as the source for everything she needs. Number two. She needs to cast her cares on the Lord. Anything you need, write it down, present it to the Lord that you need it. God will provide it. Number three. Pray those prayers. As I said, you should pray for your husband. Philippians 1, 9 and 1, 13, verse 12. Then if your husband is not doing well financially, then deal with the spirits. Could be hindering spirits. Stand against them. Then you to become a giver yourself. Sow seeds. Give. I have a, there's one of the daughters of the house here. And she has money. Her husband has money. See? And she had her money before she got married. She was a giver. So, I want you to start giving. Start with what you have. Be a regular tither. And I said, do this. With knowing that your maker is your real husband. You'd be amazed. God will so bless you. That your husband will need support from you. None of the ladies said the man here. Some man rich man. Maybe man rich by politician. He will get like two cars or three cars. And or just marry him. Just go enjoy money. That's why they can't talk what the man is doing anyhow. What can you say? What do you have? Who are you? Where did I pick you from? You were picked pick from Swali. They tell me I don't care a woman. I know they care a woman If I see you.